What is going on, guys? Hey, it's Anthony. You're listening to the Culture Jack Podcast. It's on this episode today that we're talking about Black Widow. We're going to give uh, a fairly quick review. We're going to talk through the movie a little bit, tell you what our thoughts are, what my thoughts are. And uh, yeah, that's what we got going on today. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Before I dive into this, make sure hit the subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcasting platform. Now, spoiler alert, if you guys have not seen Black Widow, you may not want to listen to this episode. I'm going to touch on a couple of parts in the movie that could easily ruin it for you. So again, if you haven't seen it, you may want to watch the movie first. If you don't care, then you don't care and uh, listen to the episode. So Black Widow currently uh, at this moment has been out for a little over a week. They have made over $200 million so far in the box office, which is pretty damn good given the current box office environment, which is important, obviously. Now, with that being said, you know, they they went over $200 million and it's still going to grow, doing well in the box office. But was the Black Widow movie a little too late? That's going to be a thing that I'm going to mention a couple of times. Given the story and given where the MCU is right now. Currently, you know, it uh, the movie dropped July 9th, 2021, right before the end of Loki. Now, if you're not familiar, Black Widow is played by Scarlett Johansson. She has been a reoccurring character that has supported the Iron Man movies and the Avenger movies up until Endgame. And then from that point, we had the COVID-19 and a little bit of a delay here on the release of Black Widow. Now, had Black Widow come out shortly after Endgame, I feel like it it would be, for my opinion, for my preview, better received. But because there's been this long delay, I feel like it has hurt what the potential or what the uh, story was probably trying to support at the time. And I say that because obviously it's been, what, two years, almost two years since a Marvel movie. We also got WandaVision. We got uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. And now we just wrapped up Loki. So we had three incredible TV shows. And now we just got Black Widow. So, again, if you're not familiar with Black Widow, she is essentially a highly trained assassin with some special skills in regards to that, I guess. Um, And there's been mentions, there's been items that has led us, the audience, understand kind of where she came from and, and the story behind it through her time in the Iron Man movies, in the uh, Civil War, in all of these movies kind of put together. And it was time to uh, finally get a movie that explained it. Now, I think Scarlett Johansson has done an incredible job as Black Widow. I like the Black Widow character. Um, It is the almost normal person. No, like, crazy ability. She doesn't turn green and big and attack things. She doesn't do anything crazy. Um, in, in the sense of super abilities or superhero. Um, so I, I find that to be interesting. Plus, like I said, I mean, a, a long-term uh, character or a long-running character throughout the series. So enough said there. 
let's dive into the movie. So as you guys know, Endgame, Scarlett Johansson's character, with Black Widow, is no longer. She got, <laughs> she got let go. And with that being said, it's an interesting way to drop a movie or create a movie because with the audience knowing that the character is no longer a part of the greater, they obviously had to tell a story before that, right? And that's what the story, the the story here is while Civil War, or we'll say post-Civil War, while all of the Avengers and everybody was disbantered and doing their own things and there was... uh. I, I would say a disagreement between individuals. We get led into the Black Widow story, the Natasha Romanoff story, where you can see right in the beginning of this thing that she's trying to find her own way. She wants to go do her own thing. She wants to be left alone, ultimately left alone. We also start getting some sequences of her childhood, her and her sister and her mom and her dad. Um, through those sequences, you learn fairly quick as it unfolds that essentially her parents were, were employees of the Black Widow program. They were part of the Red Room program or wh- whatever it is you want to call it. And the kids, which is Scarlett Johansson, Natasha Romanoff, and Florence Pugh, Yelena Belova, um, were essentially forced into the Red Room program, the Black Widow program, while David Harbour, the Red Guardian, and Rachel Weisz, the Iron Maiden, went on to do their own things. Now, at the time, you know, and this gets this gets explained further into the movie, David Harbour's character, the Red Guardian, is essentially the muscle for the Red Room and for Ray Winstein's Dracove, the guy that runs the Red Room, that runs the Black Widow program. Meanwhile... Uh, his wife or the woman that played his wife during that mission, Rachel Weiss, the Iron Maiden was the intelligence. She's the one that developed the mind control and developed all of these things. And that, again, it's unfolded throughout the movie. I'm not going to give you a real by real, a step-by-step through it. Just trying to cut through the fat. <clears throat> so that that's kind of the base understanding of what comes through the movie as far as the family dynamic. Now, obviously Scarlett Johansson, a Avenger, huge name, uh, has been featured everywhere at this point because if you can imagine, use a little bit of your imagination. If you were an Avenger and you did all the things that her character did, it's big time, you know, and it's mentioned in there. What's with the poses, which was one of the funniest remarks from her half-sister or whatever you want to call her, Yelena Belova. So anyways, let me get back on track here. Uh, that was establishing the the childhood portion now again Scarlett Johansson is trying to hide out and essentially what's happening is she keeps getting kind of brought back in she needs to it's getting I guess poked with let's end the Red Root program let's end the Black Widow program this thing isn't good this is your story this is what made you and essentially she gets uh introduced to Taskmaster uh, that's who essentially is going after her. Now, Taskmaster is a character that I, I I need to touch on more in the end, but essentially the character looked cool. Um, was it to the specifications of the comics? Kind of. 
Um, was there some issues with it? Yes. In the end, I would say, I would say yes. Anyways, Taskmaster comes out pretty badass uh, in pursuit of Scarlett Johansson, which leads her to end up finding or, or locating Yelena Belova, AKA her, her half sister or imaginary sister. Um, those two do a great job. Now, Florence Pugh did an incredible job. Her, she's got kind of a quirky, um, new age fun character, even though she is a black widow, she's a highly trained assassin. However, her mind control got deactivated during a mission due to a chemical being released in her face, which allows her to freely think she's allowed to be independent. Now, that is one of the tricks, and that's one of the things with the Black Widow program, and one of the things that is important for this movie. So those two build the relationship, Yelena Belova, Natasha Romanoff, they build the relationship. Now they've got to find how do we get to the Red Room? Where is it located? Who knows? Well, I bet you the guy that played our dad knows. So, of course, they go down or they go and they find David Harbour, who plays the Red Guardian in prison, break his ass out of prison, which there's some funny sequences in there. Again, I'm not going to give you a step by step. I'm not I'm not uh, narrating a summarized version of the movie. Anyways, they break him out. He there, there's three, really two characters, I should say, that really stood out to me in this movie that did a great job. The rest were OK. Of course, Scarlett Johansson, I'm not going to say she did a bad job. She played her character. So. That was fine. But Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova and David Harbour as the Red Guardian did an incredible job for their characters. The rest, eh, I don't know. Anyways, the family is getting rebuilt. The family that you saw that went in different directions and so forth and so on is now being rebuilt. Now, David Harbour's character, Red Guardian, was, like I said earlier, the muscle for Ray Winston's character, Dracov, the guy that runs the Black Widow program. Until until uh, they, they had a uh, disagreement and he got put in jail. And that's where he's been sitting. Now, bringing his character in to the, to the fold here, they ask him, where's the Red Room? He doesn't know, but he does know is where the Iron Maiden is, Rachel Weiss's character, a.k.a. the mom. She still works for the Black Widow program. I know where she's at. Let's go find her. So they do. Pretty cool sequence of events. The family fully reunites. There's obviously a lot of hostility. There's obviously a lot of emotions running uh, between each. And essentially that gets played out at the house there a little bit. And then uh, there's a uh, assault from the Black Widow team and Taskmaster at the house, the little switcheroo happens and they end up in the red room or at the platform or the facility, which is now located in the sky. Long story short here, folks, they get up there. There's a switcheroo. As far as characters go, Ray Winston does play a, a pretty good douchebag, just sleazy fucking asshole character. And uh, who runs the program, who has for a long time, who makes these decisions, who's in control of all of these assassin women and blah, 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 blah. Anyways, they're up there. Everything unfolds pretty quick. Uh, the Black Widows that are up there in training or in development are unleashed on these folks, the family. 
And uh, very shortly after, uh, they get inoculated or or relieved of their mind control with some of the chemicals. The facility crashes and uh, the Taskmaster ends up down there. There's a cool aerial fight sequence between the Taskmaster and Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow. There's a scene that led up to that fight sequence where Scarlett Johansson's character saves her sister, Florence Pugh, Yelena Belova. There, there, there was some cool stuff that happened there. Then they get to the ground and I Taskmaster ends up getting disabled pretty quick. And um, William Hurt's Thunderbolt comes in and, and there is coming in. And then there, he, you know, she's like, get out of here. You guys, to everybody else, I'll take care of this, blah, 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 blah. And that was it. Okay. Now I know I summarized it. I know I didn't go into a ton of detail scene by scene by scene. And well, there's several reasons why. One, that was the movie as a whole. Now there is an end scene. Let me talk about that. And then we'll go back through the, uh, back through the, movie itself so you got Florence Pugh at Black Widow's grave and she's with you know she's sitting there mourning what had happened so this is post end game obviously because there's a um headstone and and whatnot and then of course you get the uh Julia Louis Dreyfus character in which I cannot believe I just forgot her freaking her name. Where the hell is it? Oh, Contessa Valentina Allegra de La Fontaine is there and ultimately is discovered that the sister, Florence Pugh, Yelena Belova, has been working for her to some degree. We don't know the extent of the relationship because it wasn't explained. In fact, I don't even know if this was just thrown in there at the end after the movie was done and like, Oh shit, let's, let's tie this together. Anyways, she essentially says, I know the guy that, that killed your sister. It's Hawkeye. So that, that was the movie. Now it's time. Let's talk a little bit about this, this movie as a whole. So I feel like the movie itself came too late personally uh, because the relationship for, as an audience member with this movie was like, okay, she's, she's already gone unless they bring her back, which is okay. I mean, I, I'm fine with that, but to go all the way back, <clears throat> explain the childhood stuff. Okay. That's cool. But, I feel as though this wasn't good timing because they're there's just better. They, they did better. I feel like with WandaVision, I, I the, the stories, the way it was done, I feel like the action sequences and the story was done better in uh, the Falcon and winter soldier uh, TV show. I, I feel like that series, it was, uh, essentially a different version of the black widow, but it was still very similar in the sense of action and, and kind of the characters, the assassin roles and this, that, and the other. And then in the midst of Loki, right before the finale, this is a drop. Now I get that part of it because of the hype build up and riding the hype train. Um, but what I don't, what I don't 
think I I feel like they could have dropped this movie pre end game and it would have done it would have killed because of timing. Um, minus the end the the end credit scene which could have been brought in it at any point they could they could have thrown that in the end of uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier they could have thrown that in pretty much anywhere in my opinion it does that that could have landed in it at any point or they could have dropped it shortly after Endgame, which was the was the uh plan i believe and then it would have landed again fairly well now almost two years later i just feel as though there was a big enough disconnection that it was like ah. i also felt as though the story was the story was decent um, some of the characters and the way the story was told was just mediocre. It, it wasn't, it wasn't top shelf. It wasn't, uh, what you would expect from an MCU movie. Now, again, this doesn't play well because of the high level of production that was put behind WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier and Loki. And that's probably what is driving my feeling. I'm like, yeah, the story was okay. The cinematography and the videography, we're, we're, we're okay. We just saw better. We're seeing better on their TV shows. Um, so I would say that it was mediocre at best. And, and some of the characters that were in there, it was just like, ah, I, you know, I don't know. Um, the, the Ray Winston character, like I said, he the, the actor himself did pretty good. But again, it was like, this guy's just like this shitty old dude that, develop this program like i i really don't care uh taskmaster there's a couple of cool scenes in there but taskmaster if you're not familiar that character's abilities at least per the comic book and i'm assuming per the uh movie as well which was not overly explained or shown or displayed is their abilities are to mimic um with perfection the opponent or or the other person that they're engaging with. That's, that's literally what their abilities are or what taskmasters abilities is, is they have the capability of essentially mimicking the task or item that the other person is doing almost flawlessly. And so while you see some of the, the cool lead up with taskmaster in the end, I thought it was like, did they, did they just decide, Hey, let's just crash this thing. We'll have a cool aerial fight sequence, the land. And then, yeah, we'll just, we'll just kind of call it there. And now, also, all of these Black Widows are free and they're going to just go help people. I I don't know. I, I don't know. I like, like I said, I like the movie. I feel as though there was a lot left to be desired with the movie. And I also feel like the timing on it is not good, especially when you're running it in conjunction with the Loki in between the what the. Yeah, in between the last two episodes of Loki, it came out. It came out two days after the fifth episode and then a week before the sixth and finale of Loki. Bad timing there. And while it's exciting to see Florence Pugh, Yelena Belova, obviously will be a returning character. We still don't have any clue, like, are we going to get a, a Red Guardian return? Is Rachel Weiss's Iron Maiden, is she, she's going to live and life's going to be good? Um, and it was left out there in a sense that it was like, almost like you shouldn't care. And and that's the other part that was like, this is kind of lame on, on how they did that. So 
again, you know, I thought Scarlett Johansson's performance uh, playing Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, she did good. I mean, she played her character as the character had been developed in the MCUs. It was perfect. However, the story in this, and again, I really, after talking it through here on the podcast, I, I think that that just has to do with timing. Had they released it, I feel like it probably would have been more in conjunction with what they were trying to tell at the time. But two years later and those three great shows, and then now knowing that Chang chi is right around the corner, the Eternals is right around the corner, Hawkeye is right around the corner, Spider-Man uh, is coming soon, the, the uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, with knowing all of that and with, with uh, just wrapping Loki and all of that, I, I feel like those are such groundbreaking areas that had been shattered going into this. It was just like, well, maybe a lackluster, uh, even though, believe me, I was excited to see it. I enjoyed the movie. That's just kind of how I felt about it. Still doing good in the box office over $200 million, which is, which is great. That's great. Um, we'll get to see more of Yelena Belova. And I would guess that we'll see maybe a cameo or something with uh, David Harbour's Red Guardian. I know that uh, after reading other reviews and watching videos, those were the two. And I, I, I 100% agree with these folks. Those are the two characters that stood above the rest that really made the movie what it is. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll have to see. What did you guys think of the Black Widow movie? Drop a comment down below. We'd be interested to hear and see what it is your thoughts were on the movie. Was it a timing thing? Was it the best movie you've ever seen? Where does it lie within your Marvel Cinematic Universe videos that are out there now? That's all I got, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Culture Jack Podcast. I'm Anthony. This was the on this episode. We're covering, talking a little bit of Black Widow movie action here don't forget guys we have a ton of shows that come out every single week we have monday madness on mondays we've got the thursday news desk we've got the friday show hosted by the one and only dustin we also do on this episode on saturdays when when we can and and once uh, something cool is going on we drop those on saturdays sunday we have the weekend wire and then, of course, you start the week back over with Monday Madness. So hit the follow button. Don't miss an episode of Culture Jacked. And uh, thanks for tuning in. 